0: Welcome to my podcast. This is your host, Ray Lloyd, and this is All The Things. I want to talk about the subconscious mind today because it basically rules 95% of what we do, and I don't think people give it enough power because it actually has all the power and if you can learn to train your subconscious mind that's when you take back your power and I know know that sounds kind of like well is there something within us that is controlling us well yes but let me make it sound less scary um let me explain what the function of the subconscious mind is okay what it does is it stores and retrieves data And its job is to ensure that you respond exactly the way you were programmed to, right? Your subconscious mind makes everything you say and do into a pattern. It makes sure that you're consistent with what your master programming is, right? And so this is why positive affirmations are so effective because your subconscious knows what you say and do Most of the time, right? It knows before you even react to something, how to react to it. That's why if a car comes, you know, barreling down the road, you know to step out of the way before you can even consciously react. Your subconscious has already taken over and is making you, you know, pull your hand away from a fire or duck when someone throws something at you or eat chocolate when you're feeling emotionally overwhelmed because your subconscious, its job is to take good care of you. Its job is to allow you to react a very specific way based on the pattern that has already been imprinted on your brain. It remembers things from forever ago. It is just trying to do what's best for you. But, you know, our brains are extremely complicated. And our subconscious cannot differentiate between real and not real. It's just programmed. And... You know, you should know, though, that its capacity is unlimited and it permanently stores everything that has ever happened to you. So in the same way that it is programmed to do one thing, it can learn to be programmed to do or think something else. But what's very interesting is that is why under hypnosis, someone can remember something that happened to them a really, really long time ago because you're... Unconscious memory is absolutely amazing where your conscious memory can be very hazy on the details. And I'll just tell you my uh, experience with hypnosis is completely fascinating. I was really, really scared to be put under for my tummy tuck and I kept canceling this surgery and finally I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I really want to do this. I really want to have this surgery and I hate being so scared. So I found a guy locally who does hypnosis and he hypnotized me that number one, I wouldn't need a lot of anesthesia, which was true. And number two, he hypnotized my body to start healing itself before I it even had surgery. And what's really interesting is I didn't bleed at all. Now a tummy tuck is not a very bloody surgery at all in general based on the tools that they use. They're using a cauterizer while they're cutting. So it's not a particularly bloody surgery, but my doctor was like he noticed specifically that I really had no bleeding. And then when I came back a week post-op, he said that I looked like I was three weeks post-op and I was standing straight really quickly. Like a lot of things that took other people a lot longer to heal from, I was doing amazing sooner. You can call it magic, you can call it bogus. I call it hypnosis. And what he did was he shut everything else off and talked to my subconscious and was like, dude, let's get on the same page. We're gonna start start hearing healing faster. We're gonna get this done, you know? And I just felt so much more confident about it. I wasn't like I was a little bit freaking out because, you know, I was being put under for the first time, but like I wasn't as freaking out as I had been before I did the hypnosis. And that was just really good for me. And it helped me feel really calm and it helped me feel really confident in it because my subconscious used to be afraid of something and then we helped it not feel afraid, you know? Um, And so that was my experience with hypnosis. And I actually, the first time I went under, I was seeing like a kaleidoscope of colors and it felt like I was kind of like swimming through it. It was such a surreal experience um, and a really calming experience as well. So I will tell you as well that your uh, subconscious mind is Subjective. It does not think independently. It just obeys and commands. That's it. Sorry, it just obeys commands. Right. It it doesn't think for itself. It just does, and you know the commands that it receives from your conscious mind. Right. Like oh, uh, I'm hungry, and your subconscious mind already knows exactly what you're going to be eating or doing or how you're reacting to that. So, basically, in a nutshell, your conscious mind commands and your subconscious mind obeys. So all of your habits of thinking and acting are stored in your subconscious mind. It has, you know, essentially memorized your comfort zone. It knows what you're willing to do. It knows what you're not willing to do. It knows how you respond. It knows what you think. It knows what you say. It knows what time you wake up. It knows what time you go to sleep. It knows um, how you feel about certain people, about certain situations. It just, it knows and, like I said before, that is why saying positive affirmations are so effective, and why writing down your goals is so effective, and why pushing outside your comfort zone is so important because your subconscious mind just knows. What it knows, And so if you keep feeding it positivity, if you keep feeding it good habits, if you keep feeding it all the wonderful, amazing things that you would like to achieve, then your subconscious mind will get on board. Again, remember, it just obeys commands. It doesn't know anything else but that. So if you tell it it is beautiful and wonderful and worthy and smart and capable, then it knows that it is wonderful and beautiful and worthy and smart and capable. But if you keep speaking negativity to it, like, oh my god, you suck oh my god, you can't do this, oh my god, you're so shy, oh my god, you're so bad at that, oh my god, you can't do that, then that's all it knows, and if you really get it, like, if you're really hearing what I'm saying, all the negativity that happens in your life, and I'm not saying the terrible things, I'm not saying that you create bad things in your life, what I'm saying is, like, If you don't do well on a test, you have to ask yourself, how many times did you tell yourself you weren't going to do well on that test? How many times did you tell yourself you weren't going to be okay not eating that cake? How many times did you tell yourself you were going to hate that exercise, right? If you keep saying it, that's what your mind believes because that's all it knows. But if you speak positivity into it, if you tell yourself, like, you're going to do amazing at this, you're going to do great, you are so capable, then that's what your subconscious knows. So... You know, that is why it's so hard to break a habit. That's why people have a hard time, you know, losing weight. It's why people have a hard time creating better relationships. It's why people have a hard time sticking to something because. They're doing one thing, but they keep saying something else, and your subconscious mind is just programmed to be one way, and unless you change the way your subconscious thinks and views things, you're going to keep fighting yourself, and that's where my plan comes in, because we really help the subconscious mind start to think differently. We help you create those habits within your mental capacity, not just in what you physically do, and I really help you get into congruency with doing one thing and thinking the same thing instead of fighting yourself for the rest of your life to keep your weight off, and that's how I've had so much success with helping people as well as myself keep my weight off. So, you know, it's all mental. Uh, And I don't know if you follow me on social media, which you should, but I talked about how I didn't drive on highways ever. Um, Quick story. I didn't really learn how to drive in the normal way. I um, got my permit, but then my parents didn't get me my license. Like, they didn't take me to get my license. And then I spent the year overseas. And then um, halfway through that, I actually came home and got engaged. And I just never you know had driving lessons i was never like taught like what to do i kind of just like got into a car with my fiance who's now my husband and like drove you know um but prior to that when i was 18 i was in an accident on a highway i had gotten a ride home with some people who were not driving well and our tire you know popped and we spun across the highway and almost got hit by a truck and it was really scary no one was hurt and we did manage to get home change the tire all that but that imprinted on my subconscious okay And I just never drove on a highway ever Like I never ever One time after we got married Like four years in My husband made me drive on a highway On the way home from Florida And like I cried the whole way through North Carolina Until he finally just took over (laughs) And that was it Like for the last 13 and a half years I just he would drive me everywhere I needed to go And if it was on a highway and he couldn't drive me I wouldn't go or I'd get my brother I remember my brother drove me to a massage And my father drove me somewhere But other than that I just wouldn't go And I was really limiting right? So we moved to our new house in October And it's like to get to the school Literally the highway is like right near my house And to get to my kids' school is like right off the highway And instead of driving through all the side streets Which takes like 20 minutes I could just get on the highway And it would take like five minutes And I kept driving the side streets And finally I was like, this is ridiculous I must learn how Like what am I going to do? I just need to do it And my five-year-old was in the car with me And she was like, ma It's just a street that moves faster You can do this my five-year-old. And I dropped her off at school, I came back, and then I had to go pick her up a few hours later, and I was like, you know what, you are a badass bitch, and you can't freaking do this. You have done way more, you know, scary things. You've spoken in front of 11,000 people, you've lost their, you know, 60 pounds, you've gone through your brother dying, you've put yourself out there on social media, you've done way scarier things. You can get on this damn highway, it's just a road that moves faster you know, and I, as I, I took the exit, i get on, on, you know, I'm driving, and I'm, like, physically shaking, and I'm, like, so excited, and I'm, like, full of adrenaline, and I only went one exit, and then I started going two, and now I go three, guys, now I go three exits, and I can listen to music while I drive, and I don't shake anymore, and I'm really comfortable with merging in and off, and it's only been two months, okay, but I've trained my subconscious to to, to know, like, we drive on highways, we're badass we can do this you know but before I had myself so convinced that I couldn't and you know I haven't taken bigger highways yet and I haven't driven further than the three exits but like I will eventually right because I know I can I've I've, I've established that baseline and so you can change anything you can accomplish anything you can allow those thoughts in you can allow success in you can be anything you want to be if you get your subconscious on board so In order to grow, you must be willing to feel awkward and uncomfortable and scared and fearful and shaky and nauseous sometimes, right? You need to write a new normal. You need to rewrite that story. You need to rewire your subconscious mind. And so I'm going to give you 10 ways that you can begin to change your subconscious mind you can begin to create that new underlying structure um you can break those habits you can do the things that are scaring you okay so number one the first thing you need to do is you need to believe that you can because if you don't believe that you can you won't i don't care what you do i don't don't care the effort you put in if you don't think it's possible you will not work like someone who thinks it's possible you will not put in the effort like someone who thinks it's possible and so if i'm your coach and i'm encouraging you to lose weight You are not allowed to say to me that you can't. You will say that you will. And, you know, don't focus on the how. Just focus on the will and knowing that you can achieve it. Even if you don't know how or you failed in the past, like, this is new. You're writing a new normal, okay? So, number one, believe that you can. Number two, give yourself permission to be successful. Rewrite that script in your mind that says that you're a failure, that you can't do this, that you've never accomplished anything. No, you are going to give yourself permission to be successful. Number three, don't allow others' opinions to hold you back. Those who matter don't mind, and those who mind don't matter. And if those weren't true words, I don't know what is. Number four, positive thinking. Positive thinking in everything. Honestly, when I get on the highway and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wonder if it's going to be like really packed and hard to merge in. I'm like, no, it's not. It is going to be a super easy merge. There's going to be no other cars. You are going to be absolutely fine. And guess what? Every time it is. Because I decided so. Positive thinking is so insanely impactful on your brain speaking to yourself kindly speaking to yourself in a way that is positive understanding that everything that you say is impacting your brain like for example when I was getting hypnotized and I was having a conversation with this guy beforehand I would say something like oh my god that's just like so dumb and he'd be like no we don't talk like that and he would make me re-say it like rewrite it and be like say something positive say something nice to yourself and I've learned to do that like I don't speak like If you look in the mirror one day and you're just not feeling it and you feel super bloated and yucky, the worst thing you can do is say, oh my God, I look so bloated and yucky. Don't say it. Wow, you are beautiful. You look amazing in that dress. Just tell your subconscious, like, this is what it is. We don't look bloated and we don't look yucky. Um, Number five, speak as if it already happened. So... This merges into number six, which is write down your goals. So what I do with my own goals is I write them as if they already happened. So I'll say something like, in 2020, I doubled my business. In 2020, my podcast got 20,000 listens. In 2020... I travel to this, you know, different countries and this, these different places. And I write it as if it already happened. And if you do that, if you talk in past tense, then your brain starts to get on board with, okay, this is, what it, this is what it is, right? And then you start to act like someone who achieved that. And then you start to get the results of someone who already thinks they achieved that. Do you understand? You start to act like somebody who knows they can because you're speaking in a way to your subconscious mind that makes it believe you already have. And if you've already achieved it, why can't you do it again? Okay, so doing this will impact you so much. That's five and six. Number seven, know your fear. Recognize your fear. Okay, what's gonna happen if? Why is this scary to me? What am I afraid of? You'll start to realize, if you start to really pinpoint your fear, you'll realize it's not that scary after all. Um, Have a plan is number eight. Like, just know what your why is. Know exactly how you're gonna do it. Know exactly what you're going to achieve. Know exactly what you're fighting for because if you don't know what you're fighting for you're never going to actually work for it number nine be grateful be grateful damn it thank you for allowing me to have this life thank you for helping us buy this house thank you for allowing me to have found the last car on the lot that was really the one i really wanted and it was really hard to get after that thank you for giving me health thank you for giving me happiness thank you for allowing me to work from home when it's snowy out and I don't have to go somewhere anymore like I did for 10 years okay all the different things that you can say thank you for a grateful heart cannot host negative emotion if you're feeling negative you're probably not grateful enough and number 10 surround yourself with good people I surround myself with healthy people in my free Facebook group. If you'd like to be a part of it, you can just message me. And we share recipes and inspiration and motivation and other, you know, specific weight loss goals and and achievements. And we just, like, I'm surrounded by these healthy people all the time that it, it seeps into my subconscious mind. I know that I can stay healthy because all these other people around me have also. Same thing with business. I have mentors and I have good people and I listen to podcasts and I read books and I surround myself with positive thinking. I surround myself with good people because when we all support each other in all the different things, our subconscious knows this is how we operate, this is how we feel, this is how we talk. When you're around negative people, do you ever notice that you start to feel really negative? You start to notice all the crap in your life because that's all they talk about. So give your subconscious a break. And give it some love and give it some positivity and give it some good people so it can start to operate at a higher level. I just wanna encourage you to retrain your brain. Thank you for listening. I hope that you loved today's episode. Please do the following things share this all over your social media, subscribe to my podcast, and leave me a five star rating. Till next time.